Pagoda might as well, whatever will come short of your glory, either through our actions and thoughts, either through our decisions, O Lord God Almighty. Watch us with the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ, that as we receive your word, O Lord God Almighty, let it fall in certain places in our hearts and put out God's good fruits in the mighty name of Jesus. The Father God Almighty, we shall not leave you empty, but Father God Almighty, we shall be filled with your word in the mighty name of Jesus. That when others see us, O Lord God Almighty, they shall know something new has happened to us. And we're free for open our mouth to say anything, O Lord God Almighty. Our life shall reflect you in the mighty name of Jesus. We also pray for the speaker today, O Lord God Almighty. We ask that God Almighty, let you not speak of himself, but that God Almighty speak truly in the mighty name of Jesus. And we use this danger to commit our families and friends, our loved ones, into the end. That's not God Almighty, as you touch you know, for Lord God Almighty. Let your spirit go forth and reach them as well, in the north, in the south, in the east, in the west, in the mighty name of Jesus. At the end of this service, O Lord God Almighty, your name alone shall be glorified and praised. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. 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 Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to ask Sister Michelle, if you will, present our speaker. Glory be to God at this time. Amen. I would love to introduce to you uh, my father, who is is truly a man of God. He just doesn't um, say it, but I've lived with him and I've watched his life. And um, he has um, exemplified what a man of God looks like walks like and talks like. So I introduce my father, Pastor Joseph Simmel. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you, Sister Jackie. Thank you, the Lord, for this opportunity to come forth. God has been so good. I bless and honor his great name. So giving honor to God and to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to whom be glory, honor, power, dominion, majesty, and might, blessings and thanksgiving forever and ever. He is a great God. And I'm so glad that I'm saved. You know, the Apostle Paul said, when I was a child, I thought as a child, I spoke as a child, I understood as a child. He said, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Well, when I made 21, I became a Christian. I put away childish things. As a boy, I served the devil. But ever since I've been a man, I've been a follower of Jesus Christ. God is so good, and I bless and I honor his great name. And I thank Pastor Jackie. I think she's such a great speaker. I enjoy listening to her. God is good. I want to talk a few minutes about the Lord Jesus Christ, us not forgetting who our Savior is. John said, in John 11 and 25, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Sometimes we get so earthly minded that we forget this present world is not our final home. We're living here to live again. Yes. Uh, We must remember who our Savior is. Yes. We must remember who our Lord is. Sometimes we can forget who Jesus is. Jesus made a great statement about himself that no man could make 
unless he was God. Jesus said, before Abraham was, I am. Yes. Then he said, I am the bread of life. Then he said, I and the Father are one. When they came to arrest him, Jesus said, who do you see? They said, Jesus of Nazareth. He answered, I am he. They fell to the ground. The word he was added, he really was said, he really said, I am. So Jesus is the light of the world. So we must remember who our Savior is. Many times we can get so sidetracked with things of this life and get so concerned about what's going on down here, we can forget who our Savior is. We must not forget who our Lord is. Revelation 1 and 8, he says, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty. In Revelation 1 and 18, he says, I am he that liveth and was dead, and behold, I am alive forevermore. Glory to God. And have the keys of hell and of death. John 1 and 1, he says, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. John 1 and 14 said, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So we must not forget who our Savior is. When things get tough down here, we've got to remember that we have a Father who's watching over us, who's concerned about us, who loves us. And we must remember he has great power. The songwriter, Fanny Crosby, which I know most of you are familiar with, she wrote so many Christian songs. Fanny Crosby was blind from a young child on. She was at a Christian camp meeting, and a man named John Sweeney asked her, said, Fanny, you've been blind all your young life. When you get to heaven, how will you know the Savior? Mm. She said, I would go to the one I think is Jesus and ask to see his hands. And from that encounter, the song was written, I shall know him. And the words are, I shall know him when redeemed by his side, I shall stand. I shall know him by the prince of the nails in his hand. This Jesus produced the effects which lie beyond the reach of orators or poets. Without writing a single line, he set more pens in motion and furnished themes for more sermons, orations, discussions, learned volumes, works of arts, and songs of praise. Then the whole army of great men of ancient and modern times. So as we go through our tests and trials down here in life, let's not forget who our Savior is. 
Let's not forget that we have a Savior who's watching over us, who's concerned about us. We must remember that. My wife and I, one of the things we've been saying, Lord, we're waiting for the rapture. Because we know this present world is not our final home. Yes. We're waiting for the rapture. Yes. Uh, the question comes up, is there life after death? I get in that conversation with one of my uh, my sons. He, he said, oh, daddy, it's nothing to it. I don't believe this. I don't believe that. Well, the question has been asked by a man from the beginning, is there life after death? Job asked the question, if a man die, will he live again? Mm. Well, Job wasn't given any definitive answer, but Job was able, but Job had hope. Job said, I know my Redeemer liveth and shall stand in the last days upon the earth. And though the worms destroy this body, in this flesh I shall see God. Yes. Daniel wrote, and many of them that sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life and some to everlasting contempt. David in Psalm 23 spoke of walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Yes. Not in the valley. At the end of the Psalms, he declared, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So we must not forget, we are just pilgrims passing through here. Yes. This present world is not our final home. We've got hope. Psalm 49, David said, God shall redeem my soul from the power of the grave. It took the coming of Jesus to give us insight and knowledge of the resurrection. Two sisters, Mary and Martha, lived in Bethany with their brother Lazarus, who was dying. They believed in Jesus and had a close relationship with him. So the sisters sent Jesus an urgent message to come quickly, for his friend Lazarus was very sick. We know from the story how that Jesus did not immediately respond to their appeal, but remained there at the Jordan a couple of days before beginning the two-day journey to Bethany. By the time Jesus finally arrived, his friend was dead and had been buried four days earlier. The mourners were with the sisters in their home when word came that Jesus was approaching the village coming up from Jericho. Martha left the other mourners and rushed down the road towards Jesus. When she came to him, she said, in almost an accusing way, Lord, if you had only been here, my brother would not have died. It was like saying, what took you so long? Yes. Where were you when we needed you? She then said, I know that even now, Whatsoever you ask God, he will give it to you. Is she possibly suggesting that Jesus raise him from the dead? Mm. It seems so. Yet later, when Jesus told them to roll the stone away from the empty tomb of Lazarus, it was Martha who objected, declaring that his body would be very smelly by now. Mm. Jesus said to her, Martha, your brother will live again. She answered, yes, Lord. 
I know in the in the resurrection of the last days. It was here that Jesus said to her, "I am the resurrection and the life. He God. that believeth on me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. And he that liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believe thou this." What we must not let ourselves forget, we have a savior, we have a king yes. who loves us, who's concerned about us, who's watching over us. We can feel that, oh, if I don't get it, if it don't happen down here, it's not going to happen. Oh, life down here is so hard on me. I don't have any hope, but we have hope in Jesus. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory to we have hope in him. Jesus made great radical claims. Jesus said, one of the, one of the man's, uh, Jesus made a radical claim. One that demanded decisions. You either believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Jesus says, Martha, do you believe this? The question is, do you believe that Martha's answer in the affirmative, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah the Son of God. Yes. It's now up to Jesus to prove the claim. I can imagine Jesus' disciples were probably having a fit. <laughs> they probably would say, what in the world is Jesus up to? What is he about to do? He's telling them to roll the stone away from the tomb. <laughs> yes. What is going on? <laughs> oh, they probably, they probably were ready to believe him. They probably couldn't believe what he was about to do. But wait a minute. Here comes Lazarus, hopping out of the tomb. Thank you, Jesus. Bound in great clothes. My God. So, this means that you must seriously consider the claims of Jesus. And then we ask, what does the Bible teach about life after death? It teaches that the real you is not your body, Mm. but your spirit. That your body is just a tent in which your spirit lives. Your body is the medium by which your spirit expresses you. Your body is like a well-designed machine that has certain needs to keep it functioning properly. Much like the engine in your car that needs the oxygen, the fuel, the cooling system, and the exhaust to keep it running. It needs oxygen to fuel the cells. The whole marvelous design of the lungs and of the heart and the blood distribution system, bringing the oxygen to all the cells. It needs moisture to keep it cool because the cells are burning up so much energy. It needs food to nourish the cells. So the design of the mouth, teeth, stomach, and all the acids and chemicals to dissolve the food into the basic chemicals to be carried into the body to feed the cells. For those who do not believe in Jesus Christ, there is death after death. Revelation 20 and 6 says, Blessed and holy is he that has part in the first resurrection. On such the second death has no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ and shall reign with him a thousand years. Glory to God. 2 Corinthians 4 and 16 says, For which cause we faint not. We got to remember not to faint. My God. The journey 
might be rough with dog fame. Yes. He says, but though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Yes. For our light afflictions, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and external weight of glory. Yes. While we look not at things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Yes. First Thessalonians 4 and 13 says, But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. But this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangels and with the trump of God, yes. and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Ooh, glory to God. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, Ooh. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Ooh, glory to God. Wherefore, oh. comfort one another with these words. Oh, hallelujah. Romans 8 and 38 says, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor heights, nor depths, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Yes. So we must remember, we have hope. Regardless of how rough it is down here, we must not forget we have a Savior who's watching over us. Yes. We must not forget he is the great shepherd. He's the I am that I am. Yes. He's the God of all comfort. He can take us through whatever test or trial yes, we are facing. Yes. We must not lose heart. Mm. We must keep our eyes focused on Jesus and remember, He will give us the victory again and again Thank you, Jesus. and again. Thank you. Jesus. So, although it might look rough down here, mm. but let's keep our eyes focused on Jesus and remember, He is our answer. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you so much, Pastor Bell. We must not forget who our Savior is. Glory be to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. What a wonderful inspiration on today. Amen. Amen. Saints of God, let us receive this word deep down into our hearts. Amen. And I say deep down into our hearts because many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers us out of them all. Amen. I'm so encouraged, Pastor Bell. Amen. Because many times as we go through this life, Amen. It seems like we forget who, my God, my God, who our Savior is. We forget that we are living to live again. Amen. We forget, amen, that one day, 
Amen. No matter what the enemy has done down here on earth, we shall be caught up. Hallelujah. In a place where the enemy will never exist anymore. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God. Where there's no pain, there's no suffering, and that there are many mansions. I'm so glad he did not say there was one mansion. Amen. Or there was a mansion for the rich. Amen. Or for those who work hard, there are mansions. But there are many mansions. Woo, hallelujah, yeah. Jesus. Glory be to God. And I'm sure Amen. that those don't break down like ours do down here. Amen. God bless oh, you. <laughs> Amen. Saints of God, I enjoyed that word. Amen. It was a rich word. Put your hands together for Pastor Bell. Put your hands together for, for Jesus. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Nothing like a reminder to forget about what we're doing down here on earth and remember our Savior. Woo! Hallelujah. He delivers us from all of this. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Glory be to God. Amen. There's such a rich message. Amen. Such a wonderful message. So many treasures in that about the dead being brought back to life. Amen. Sometimes the hope is not just for us, is that we lose hope that our family will be brought back to life. Amen. Glory be to God. But we must never forget. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God. Who our Savior is and who he has always been. As the scripture said in Revelations 1 and 8, he is Alpha. That means he is the beginning beginning. and he is the end. end. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what the middle is looking like. What is the end say? That victory (laughs) belongs to us. Oh, hallelujah, Jesus. I'm so excited about that word. And I tell you, I'm going to go on throughout this week. Amen. And I am going to remember who my Savior is. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. I will not forget, amen, the promises of God and who he is on today. Amen. Glory be to God. And who he will always be. Amen. Glory be to God. I believe that our testimonies today even shed light on that. When uh, Sister Sue said uh, her husband's job, it just keeps on coming. Amen. His blessings just keep on coming. Amen. Amen. And and, and it doesn't matter if we're in a place where we feel like there's no hope because we serve the hope of glory. Hallelujah, Jesus. Glory be to God. Amen. Be encouraged, each and every one of you. Amen. I say to you, congratulations. Amen. We have the victory in the end. We win. Woo! Hallelujah. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Such an honor. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, to hear from a wonderful man of God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Amen. And if there'll be no further ado, amen, we're going to say God bless you. Amen. And I'm going to ask Sister Sue, who is our offering uh, person, to just offer up a quick... uh, (laughs) 
<laughs> to offer up a quick time for offering as we close out. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. I thank the Lord for the word today. (laughs) Yes. I thank the Lord for the man of God. I have had the honor myself to personally uh, meet um, Pastor Bell in the past. And I know it's been a long, long time ago, but I do remember (laughs) that he was a powerful man of God then, and he's still a powerful man of God now. Yes. Over... Maybe like 15 years ago or something. So I thank God. Yes. I thank God for the word today. 